There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, the podcast where we move forward, not backward, upward, not forward, and always twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom. My guest this evening, uh, a nice concise group of, of folks that are going to tackle this bite-sized game. First, Frank, how you doing this evening? Doing good. Uh, actually, Frank and Hunter, both Hunter, you weren't here last week either. How you doing, Hunter? No, no, I wasn't. I'm doing well. Yeah, since I, well, you guys weren't here last week, the last game we played was no game at all, but a series of games. Frank, can you can you give best guess about what Captain Novalin was? I'm assuming you didn't listen to it. And no, okay. I, I listened I listen to the podcast. Oh, you listened yeah. to it. So t- can you explain yeah. uh, Captain Novalin to me? Now, not only did I listen to it. Uh, uh, so you should have asked me because you know it. that I didn't <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to ask you the next game. But Frank, mm. what about Captain Novalin? <laughs> uh, you were fighting. Was it that one was... You were inside a body fighting diabetes, right? No. Or no, no. So far were, off. <laughs> you know, it was someone with yeah. insulin. Actually, Novolin is a name brand of insulin products. So, yeah. yeah it was it about, about okay, so it was about insulin. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I know uh, there was two diabetes games, a lung cancer ga- or smoking game, and well, uh, now Hunter was, doesn't have anything yeah, to explain. Yeah, now I'm going to. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll think of something to say. I'll just explain. Yeah, yeah. Captain Novalin is a action-adventure game about diabetes, and uh, you have to manage what foods you're eating, what power-ups you're collecting. Otherwise, you'll just keel over and die. The next game that we played was... I was going to ask Hunter, what do you think Rex Ronin, Experimental Surgeon, is about? Oh, is it about diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, no. Rex Ronin is about a smoking uh, or cigarette CEO who has a doctor go inside of his body to destroy all the effects of the cancer. Oh you got some tartar on your gums. Um, he goes down into your lungs and cleans up the precancerous you know, deposits. And uh, in the meanwhile, the surgeon who's inside the body has to fend off kill bots that were sent there by the cancer? Uh, Blackburn Cigarette Company oh. because the cigarette company doesn't want Rex Ronan... To, to save Jake, because if they do, then Jake will be like, cigarettes are bad. So but it's also like, they'd rather they just let the cancer kill him <laughs> than be yeah, alive just let to the buy more cigarettes. Him. Yeah, it's 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 complicated. But uh, yeah, that's what we learned in Rex Ronin, that the cigarette company wants you to die. <laughs> do you ever go into his prostate or is it just like lung cancer? Uh, no, although this part right here that I just put up on stream. Yeah, where be, is that? You you would think that you might be in the colon, but that you're going down oh. the esophagus right now. Uh, or the, 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 uh, the trachea. If only we all had Rex Ronin. If only. Then next we had uh, Bronchi, the Bronchiosaurus. Uh, Frank, can you remember what that, that one was? That one was about diabetes. That one was not about diabetes. Ah, <laughs> so by process of elimination, my next one is going to be about diabetes. Everything was diabetes, I'm pretty Everything. sure. Bronchi the Bronchiosaurus is about a, is about a dino who has asthma. And, oh, uh, asthma, that's I need this God one when I was a kid. God damn it. Yeah, so, what a, well, what this the goal of this game was to normalize what asthma was. So your friends come over and they play the asthma game with you. And they're like, oh, wow, now I understand asthma and why you have an inhaler. The evil dinosaur destroyed their 
wind blowing machine that blew away all the dust from an asteroid. I don't know why he would do that, but you had to find the pieces to put it back together. And uh, you had to avoid piles of cigarette and dinosaurs that were smoking in windows. I feel um, like my <laughs> friends would play this game. And then the next time they saw me use my inhaler when I was a kid, they would still yeah. laugh. <laughs> I don't I don't think more. it would do anything. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't seem like this game would would change a lot of people's perspectives. They just be like, "Okay. Yeah. So you're still your weakness is still dust particles, right?" Okay. So and they made a bad video game about your condition. Yeah. <laughs> like if if they had like I don't know, like a Legend of Zelda that was about asthma, maybe mm -hmm. maybe it would change somebody's mind, but this last one was Packy and Marlin, which was about two fun-loving uh, elephants who both have diabetes again. See, I, this should be heroes. like an asthma one because elephants and big noses and, you know. Oh, yeah. But. Good call. Do. That was, that was a major misstep. Are elephants like more susceptible to no, diabetes? Known diabe yeah, yeah. Known diabetics elephants. Okay. Sure. I know they have like amazing memory. Yeah, so th those are the, the games from Health Hero Network or Rhea Systems were the publishers and developers of all those games. What an interesting games there. Um, I like the um, the cover art for the first game that you showed because you read it and I thought you were just saying like, oh, it's an action adventure game about no, diabetes. <laughs> but it just and how do you make a game and you write that and you think like, yep, that's going to work. An action adventure yeah. game about diabetes. Well, this they, will sell they handed millions. Out to like hospitals and stuff. So I, I don't. They it weren't in like it for the money. The, They're in it for educating. Right. And and they had funding. They were in it for like the, the love of diabetes. Yeah. Time for some GGN news. Let's talk about what's going on in the gaming world and what we're playing real quick. Uh, some things, not a whole lot going on, honestly, in the gaming world. One of the things that I saw standing out is Stranger of Paradise, the new uh, Team Ninja made game um, that's in the Final Fantasy world is coming out. And you might have heard something about this. There's an uh, There's been an odd clip floating around for a while in which the main character, Jack Garland, uh, he reacts to like this speech that someone gives and he goes, bullshit, and then walks away and starts playing Limp Biscuit on his phone. You guys oh. might have seen that floating no, around. I, I uh, may have it, missed that one. I don't know if you can hear that, but he's yeah, he's listening to Limp Biscuit as he walks out. Oh, I might not be able to play that on stream very much. It's okay. <laughs> it's in the game, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, and then he press, presses stop on his on his phone as he's walking out. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's a... It's a different style for the game. Apparently, it takes place with the lore of the original Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy One. Um, and it's like a kind of a shadow story to that. It's like in that same world, kind of reimagined or something. I I don't fully understand or anything, but but with has, cell yeah, phones, with cell phones and Limp Biscuit, yeah. I, I, so <laughs> somehow, I, even though there's monsters all around the world, Fred yeah, Durst ooh. is just still alive and kicking. <laughs> Fred Durst exists in the Final Fantasy universe for sure. <laughs> And yeah. the fight, uh, the Fight Club uh, universe. Yeah, so they actually revamped that scene, though. Um, unfortunately, uh, that he still plays Limp Bizkit and walks out, but now he doesn't have a shirt on anymore. But the game <laughs> launches. Uh, That's what, that's what they changed tomorrow. about it. <laughs> that's the thing that they changed about it. Yeah, um, the game comes out tomorrow, and uh, you may see some news about it, either failing horribly or taking some weird risks. Uh, that's that's kind of it. Um, what if it but, dropped uh, with a full? Limp Biscuit soundtrack. Oh, a new album. All no fight music. <laughs> all like the the cutscenes, the the sadness, the excitement, the action, just everything. 
yeah, to a Limp Biscuit song. Score by Fred Durst. Yeah, because you know, Japanese composers are kind of, you know, they couldn't get Trent Reznor, they so they went for them. So imagine Fred that Durst with Fred Durst. That's the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, really, all the news that I've like, I I just scan the headlines of what's going on, and man. Elden Ring is still just dominating like three weeks later, still dominating the the gaming world that really ran Horizon Forbidden West out of the conversation. And Hunter, I think, is the only one here who's actually playing it. Uh, yeah, it's not even it, that Hunter? great. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> no, it's like I'm enjoying it. I, yeah. I just like that style of game. I think they have done a lot of really cool things, but I also think that it's still a lot of the same. And to be honest, there's a lot of things that I would have liked to see them put more time into, like the multiplayer. Really? For, oh, yeah. for a game this big and with this much to do and for like how difficult it supposedly is. And it is, it can be difficult at times. Like I've, there's bosses that I'm just like, all right, I'm going to summon somebody in. But yeah. like I was working on one guy was summoned into somebody else's world, helped mm-hmm them but we both died and then he friended me and was like hey let's like work on this and i was like okay you know you put in like password codes and then you're automatically anytime you set a summon it'll show that person that puts in the same code so it's like a long-winded process and then we beat it for him and then you have to go back and beat it for you still yeah yeah, and it still like, relies on that that the Dark Souls multiplayer yeah. system, which is it's clunky as hell. It really is, and I would say that's like one of its weaknesses. I think mm-hmm. I I love the minimalism. I know there's there's been a lot of jokes. I don't know if you've seen any like if like Ubisoft made this game, <laughs> yeah, where like it's how many just indicators kind of it would like, be, yeah. yeah, like the HUD from hell. But I I like the minimal aspect about it. I I like how they do quests. I like the gameplay. I think they've um done a great job of like balancing the classes too. It, you can right. actually play a full mage or mm-hmm. you know a spellblade which is kind of my main character so i put quite a bit of time in it the music's great the visuals are great and the enemies are great yeah i don't know i'm still it's... too early on to give it like as in-depth a review as i'd like but i have <laughs> already put like over i think i put over 100 hours into it good grief <laughs> yeah over 100 hours not ready for a review yet but i also <laughs> i also realize that i leave my playstation 5 on and playing all the time so oh, maybe okay. actual <laughs> playtime maybe like 60 sure i'm pretty just bad showed that. the the knives yeah. for feet birds yeah streaming. that that thing can can go fuck itself yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the Dark Souls play style, which this is, like I said on the last podcast, it's like it's it's Dark Souls Four. I mean, yeah. I mean it's great that it's like a new universe, I guess, but they kind of all are. It's, it's it's more of Dark Souls, and if that's your thing, you're gonna fucking love this game. But if it's yeah. not, then it's like, yeah, <laughs> take it or leave it. I'd say I don't know enough about George R. R. Martin to see like his influence. It's really hard I mean, to say, like what what he did. He just write about the lore, like the backstories of characters. So cause... I've heard a couple things. One, I've heard that he like wrote the story for yeah. this game, and like Miyazaki is like, I'll make the game, you write the story. And another thing is, I've heard like they showed him the setting, like this world, and he just mm-hmm. wrote a short story, and oh, then okay. they took that and turned it into this game. And it's it's very dark souls in the story too it's very vague you have to like read every item thing i i watch a a lot of lore videos because 
I want other people to do all the research for me. But they're like, yeah, if you look at this character and then you look at this item that you find on the other side of the world, it makes reference yeah. to this character. So you know that they've done this. And da, 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 da. I'm just like, thanks for, for doing that, because I don't <laughs> even remember those names. I, I've, I've seen someone mm-hmm. say in a, in a tweet or something or that like Dark Souls lore is great because you can kill a guy named Beelzebub the unrelenting and as he's dying he'll say like oh moderate forgive me and it'll mean like a thousand different things to people who, who make a YouTube video about it but the yeah. developers don't have to do anything with it <laughs> exactly and that's yeah, it's, it's all like, very vague and people have to have to do their own research if they want to understand the lore which you could make the argument that's like that's not much of a story at all but whatever you know yeah and that's that's how they've always done it though yeah the story of this game is essentially the same as dark souls just with different words in different places like you are <laughs> right. you're the lowest of the low you're the tarnished you're the undead you're whatever maidenless. there's yeah you're maidenless you <laughs> and you've got to beat all the big people with all the big powers that have been like keeping something from happening or making something happen and then in the yeah. end it's ultimately your decision in dark souls it's lighting the fire you know right. the, the that's either going to usher in an age of fire or an age of darkness um mm-hmm. in elden ring it's collecting runes to put to put the shattered Elden Ring back together, and that will either usher in this or that, but yeah. it's all the same. Yeah. And then you just kill yeah, big so that's guys. What's going on with going on with Elden Ring? Well, all right. Enough about good games. Let's get into this. Ooh, real quick, real quick. One yeah. last good game. Okay. Uh, right, just uh, beep 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 beep. Sorry. Yep. No Man's Sky has a new expedition. I think there's only three weeks left now. You know, so there's still plenty of time to get in. The uh, biggest pain in the butt is getting rank, uh, it's either 15 or 16, with the, I believe, the Explorers Guild. Yeah. What what's, do you what's get the, from What's it? the premise of the expedition? Or what do you uh, get? This yeah. one, uh, it's the, I believe, the Sentinel update. So they uh-huh. updated how the Sentinel, because remember before with the Sentinels, they were kind of easy to kill, you know, not a big deal. Man, sure. th- these Sentinels have given me some fucking trouble. They have okay. they have shields now. Like They, they like summon pop-up shields, you know? How do they um, which isn't that big of a deal. You kinda, game. It is you wild go around they're still them. supporting this. Yeah, oh, dude, I mean, it's it's just so... And then they added, uh, I believe, Jerome three companions? new weapon types that you can put onto your multi-tool, you know? Upgrade your uh, Minotaur, which is that thing, to make it look like a, a Sentinel uh, version. Can I make it you know? look like D.Va from Overwatch? <laughs> no, unfortunately, not yet. I mean, there, ah. could be, there could be a crossover. I mean, Blizzard, oh, you know, I'll they're kind of hurting for good I'll PR. <laughs> so maybe they would do that crossover. Give them time. The Sentinels have, there's like a healer Sentinel. You see to kill that guy first. And there's also like a summoner one. So it's just, it's a real, so it could be a real cluster fuck. actual like battle uh, mechanics Yeah, it's now. like, it's it's a, it could be a real big pain in the ass. <laughs> cool. Very so, cool. Uh, so the rewards for this is you get like a little uh, robot pet. And you get that new backpack yeah. that looks like it has wings. To, uh, wow, they've it, added fun. so much to this game. Check it out. A miss guy. All right. Well, enough about good games. Let's get into this one. So the year is 2014. Some developers form a new studio, bringing together devs that had previously worked on Destroy All Humans, The Gunstringer, and Rock Band projects. But what do they get together to do to tell the story of a hero 
Set in 1977, this game tells the rise to fame story of Giorgio Manos, arguably the world's most famous revolving chauffeur. While driving people around the town of Roundabout, players will learn about the dizzying highs and terrifying lows and secret loves of a revolving limousine driver. You'll experience the 70s in the only authentic way possible with full motion video set in the interior of a limousine. What put the, uh, is a revolving like chauffeur? <laughs> Uh, we are going to find out what a revolving show is. I don't like is. this, Chris. What and is I've this put, picture? I've put the Bernie's, baby. Steam thumbnail on here with uh, with uh, our uh, Giorgio there on the right with the cap and uh, another character we'll meet later and a skeleton prop in the middle of them between them. So, uh, yeah, have, have either of you guys heard about Roundabout? I don't think so. You know what? I don't think I'm going to make it tonight, you guys. Sorry. I'm going to strike, <laughs> strike the podcast. Oh, no. They're unionizing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you guys much information here, but how does, how does it sound? How's the pitch sound? I'm scared. To be a revolving chauffeur. It yeah. sounds atrocious. I'm just trying to figure out what a revolving chauffeur is. So, okay. like... A revolving door, you uh -huh. know, either the chair in the limousine spins around or, you know, is it you you get out of the limousine and get into other ones? Do are you just okay. driving in circles like? All right. Lots of ideas. Frank, what do you think? Do you stand in the middle and limousines revolve around you? OK, <laughs> limousines revolve uh, around it's you. E I mean, it's either just the monotony of driving, you know, with, with different passengers or. I don't know why you would ride with different limo drivers. That just that's more confusing to me. So my guess would right. be more like a crazy taxi thing where you're just picking up different people. Um, All right, well, crazy, I've wacky, sent both you guys but... a, a code. Go ahead and install your games. You can both Wait, launch does it. The, does the car revolve like what would what would that be like horizontally or vertically? Where like as it drives, it kind of just rolls on its side. Okay, now you, yeah, oh, you like sound crazy, dog? Hunter. Like yeah, a like, like a hot dog on one of those uh, the quick Seven Eleven. Yeah, hot dog roller. I got one of those. I think. Remember, I you have, have a hot dog roller. My Where first job was go? at a movie theater, and we had one yeah. of those. I would take the hot dogs out of the freezer. I would take them out of the Ziploc bag they were in. I would put them on there. And then mm -hmm. if there were any left at the end of the day, which there always were because nobody bought the hot dogs, I would take them off of it, put them back in the Ziploc bag, oh, no. back in the freezer. <laughs> and oh, I did no. that for, they don't, told me to do it that way for my theaters. entire <laughs> time there. And I did. <laughs> I like this music. Oh, now yeah. I can go to settings. Music. Nice. Turn this fucking music down. Jesus Christ. The city that always spins. If you can drive through here, you can drive through anywhere. Now, you might notice that things are a little peculiar around here. Well, that's because this is roundabout. Everyone does things different around here. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Hi there. Uh... Gio Riggio Manus. Meet There's Giorgio Manus, the world's first revolving limousine driver. Great. Well, I'll be the instructor for your limousine. A twist. So here's the answer to your question, Frank. The whole oh, limousine God is damn revolving. God People, damn it, Christopher. Obstacles. <laughs> Nothing could stop Giorgio from oh, twisting and turning. So well, shitty. Except <laughs> for 
building. You know, things taller. Barely. Here's your driving report. You'll get one of these after every ride. Enjoy the thrilling world that is the luxury transportation <laughs> industry, I guess. Nice. You didn't explode into a fiery rack. So, while Frank runs into some things and starts the next mission, uh, what is a revolving limousine? Imagine a limousine anchored in the middle and spinning ceaselessly, just spinning like a slowly revolving top, and you've got to travel down the street with it. It's a top-down view. The controls are simplified. It's not like you have to decide when to accelerate or reverse depending on where your front is pointing. Just go left, right, and the whole apparatus travels left and right while you're spinning. The trick is to account for how this, you know, this, this long stretch limo is spinning, and you have to coordinate your movements around pivoting around things to avoid obstacles, trees, cars, the environment that is moving at times. So, you know, you take that and you combine it with a story-driven kind of crazy taxi, and uh, that's that's kind of what we're dealing with here. So let's check out the first mission, Frank. Honestly, no. I've never seen anyone drive like you just did at the DMV. Can you show me some more? Need a ride to my shop. So Giorgio Manos doesn't talk, and Nikki the mechanic has two obviously put their bots of Grease oil marks. on his face yeah. yeah he's a greasy boy okay <laughs> that's how you know he's a mechanic uh, all right now frank has killed a few people now it is surprising it is surprising how violent it is when you run someone over have you ever thought of going pro <laughs> and you get points for it mm -hmm. you, you do get some bonuses for running people over oh i keep getting oh, stuck in between things oh yeah yeah then you just go bong 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 yeah Oh, I got, just I got him there. It's a little weird. So the world you're in is a little small sandbox. It has some challenges, story missions. You can replay any of the missions upon uh, anytime you want to improve your score. Um, the challenges are, you know, online leaderboard ranked. How's it going for you, Hunter? How you doing? Oh, I'm going. I just <laughs> dropped off. Uh, okay, I'm picking up the kids now. I dropped off. No, oh Mickey. wow, you're faster. Yeah. Than, oh, there you go. Your same spot as Frank actually. Oh, I totally left that area. Oh my god, this is the worst fucking game. It really is. Oh my god. Chris, you know, sometimes you really get a stinker and man, oh man. Hold shift to speed up? Why would I want to do that? Oh, oh good. Now you go even faster. Perfect. I've died more times in this than I have in Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to score this one if you just want to cut to the end. You gotta, you gotta go with the flow, Frank. Don't just speed through it. You're trying to rush it, Frank. You gotta... I'm gonna switch over to Hunter's stream. He's doing better. <laughs> uh, let's go, Giorgio. Oh my goodness. All right, so you're revolving around ceaselessly, uh, trying to avoid the terrain. Oh, oh see, it, look, Frank's getting the hang of it now. Some of the terrain is destroyable and some yeah. isn't. Yeah, it takes a little bit to recognize that most of the fences you don't need to worry about. I hate the writers. <laughs> I hate the people who made it. I hate everyone. Really? Yeah. It's funny because a limousine is a very long vehicle, mm -hmm. and spinning in circles isn't conducive to tight movements. Yeah, I know. The school spends all. <laughs> Again, Frank's strategy of jetting his way through the obstacles. She rolled her eyes. I've, I've, I've never seen someone with so much disregard for obstacles <laughs> as Frank. <laughs> Listen, Listen, I learned how to drive in Grand Theft Auto. Don't tell Frank how to play his game. 
Pick up the date guy. Oh, this is gonna be creepy uh, at all. Oh, I'm already on this one. It's it's really bad. Well, uh, I mean, we're seeing a movie after. Oh my god. Well, she's just meeting me. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is so very cringy. Hats? My limo can have a hat? Oh yeah, you can have a hat. Oh, but I only have seven dollars and sixteen cents. Oh, that's so not enough for a hat, like, probably. No. I guess I have to get somebody somewhere without crashing to get money. There's multipliers. Like every time you pick up a coin, you start getting a little more money, and then if you hmm. pick up a cash stack, I think it cashes it in. Yeah, the longer you go without hitting things, basically, is how you get money. Wait, this is so bad. Damn it, Steve! Is this girl hitting on me? <laughs> Why does she keep saying groovy for no reason? <laughs> Just keep hitting that tree, Frank. You'll get through it. <laughs> oh, I fell off the gun. <laughs> Is she hitting on Giorgio? <laughs> That's what Hunter said. <laughs> God. I think Frank's starting to get the hang of it. I'm I'm seeing some. Uh huh. Oh, Frank's getting it. That's the same shot over and over again. Over. <laughs> the same over FMV shot over again. It saves space. Again. It saves space. Yeah, this could be a three gig game. <laughs> God damn it. Sometimes you get your revolving limousine pinned between two objects and you, you just blow up instantly. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> That's why I it's like I hit every corner on purpose. <laughs> I think you're getting the hang of it though, Frank. You're 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 getting the, the pivots. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Yep. Someone's calling in. It's a Ronaldo. <laughs> the people seem like they wanna die, you know? Yeah, it's like really why do they you. why do they come to me to die? <laughs> <laughs> why did they come to Georgio to meet their fate, huh? <laughs> Giorgio will give them what they want, but I want to know why. <laughs> so yeah, now, if you hit the bouncing tires, the blue oh. tires, you reverse the direction of your limo. You don't have to do that, but it can help sometimes. Some areas are, are better better to go around clockwise rather than counterclockwise, you know? I'm just whipping and nay naying, alright? Uh-huh. That's what they teach you in limo school. Oh. You might have to reverse for that one, or go around yeah, the right side. Again, <laughs> Just force your way through. That's the way to do it. This all sounds like a movie that I would have written and acted in when I was in like middle school. <laughs> like, you have a certain je ne sais quoi. I will call Jimmy Carter. Don't you tempt me? <laughs> yeah, that is one of the background voice lines. So. Because it's the 70s, you realize. I, I keep forgetting that. You know, because... <laughs> the FMVs okay, don't. Now there's revolving just... now? Yeah, there are a couple Corvettes in the road that are just revolving. You got to work your way around those. When you're going, going clockwise, it's always easier to go clockwise around something else. Or you can just speed through it like Frank. 
Oh, you can see that you can purchase a bridge. Purchase a ride. Oh, you there is real what? estate around town that you can purchase. You don't. That's not your mission right now, but that's a thing that you can do. You just get money, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, you get more returns on your real estate, I think. So it just helps you get more money. Hello just there, if I wasn't clear earlier, um, I, I hate this game. Just in case he did not realize that. All the acting. Messages earlier. I'd like to clarify. All of the acting is done by people who clearly are not actors, uh, delivered like they're, you know, in high school making a video with their friends. I know because I've been there. If this game is just a bunch of friends making a game, yeah, you know, that's funny, that's cool, whatever. Uh, you know, God bless him. But uh, I, I should, know, I should make sure I, I guess we. There's always some some hesitancy on our part to understand like what what role is this game. You know, so I want to clarify. This game was fifteen dollars when it launched, so just to set those standards. <laughs> it's 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 difficult to jump off a side of a cliff, Frank. Sometimes you'll just take an absolute ton of damage doing it. But I got that cash, baby. Got that cash. Cash three out of one hundred and twenty-seven. That's a lot of cash. What he just wants to destroy the neighbor's mailbox. He's a millionaire and doesn't understand what non-millionaires value, so he wants you to destroy his neighbor's mailboxes as revenge. I mean, run. What a petty individual. How about I just kill them like I'm doing? Isn't that revenge enough? The murder, the taking away of their, you know, life. their life. Uh huh. Is that worth nothing to you, Giorgio? <laughs> or not, Giorgio? Whoever this guy is, Maximilian. Yeah. All's Maximilian. Oh, look at Frank pivoting around those obstacles. He's getting the hang of it. And I think Hunter must, too, because he's ahead of Frank. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm pivoting. You just did the same mission again, Frank. God Frank, damn. It, Frank is not getting a hold of it. <laughs> hey, I'm Some now. of the uh, unlockables you guys can get from the upgrade stations are different colors for your limousine. You can get a hat for your limousine, different horns, so it makes different horn noises as you hit things. Which, as you die? <laughs> yeah, because you, you beep your horn every time. You hit something. Takes about six or seven hits before the limousine blows up. Roundabout is made by No Goblin LLC. They have three projects to their name. Roundabout in 2014, and then two years later, a game called 100 Foot Robot Golf, which is a fast-paced arcade golf game where you control kaiju-sized robots playing golf, knocking down cities as you do. Uh, that is available on PlayStation and Steam. They also have a PSVR add-on to it called Kaiju Driving Range, which I, I think is what it sounds like just in VR. Let's see. They also, on their website, have a project called Men of Game game development in which they took uh, hunky calendar style photos of men who are game developers. Um, it seems like it started off as a joke and then they just kept doing it for four years with random industry people. Not really like benefiting anything in particular, just selling calendars of game dev men in sexy photos. Um, I found the Kickstarter from 2017 and it seems like they reached their goal of 3000 and made it to $6,900. Hold nice. up, I'm, I'm falling in love with Beth. <laughs> I've taken her to see some ducks and she touched uh -huh. my shoulder and yeah, I yeah. looked at her kind of confused with a new okay. a new video not so, the same one. Yeah. Frank, are you just refusing to use the slow-mo? Yeah. You're too proud? Okay. Yep. My pride will be the death of me. In it has virtual reality and real reality. So <laughs> picking up Ranger Stacy. Their calendar, their um, men of game development. Uh, on their list are some people uh, from their own studio, as well as some names I was surprised to see on there. John Romero from id I Software has 
I knew that fucker would <laughs> yeah, be there. How, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a vain photo shoot. You know, John Romero is going to be there. Uh, also, Darren Korb from Supergiant Games. He's the voice of Zagreus and the main composer for all the songs in the game. And also someone whose mind we've seen too far into, Swery from Deadly Premonition. Um, he uh, he did a photo shoot. And Hell you yeah. can now see not just the horrifying depths of his mind. You can also see his butt cheeks because he's wearing a thong in the photos. And I wish I hadn't seen it. So I don't whatever you want to do with that information. Uh, the men of game development last time they did it was we're going to share those images on our discord i'm not sure yeah i'll <laughs> post it in our discord uh yeah if you want to if you want to see those photos which are also on their website come to our discord <laughs> yeah always plug the discord mm-hmm. i don't know why I always plug the discord i always forget to do it that um i always forget to mention like subscribe to the podcast youtube and twitch i haven't done that in, like four episodes so I'll, I'll do it i'll say it now you can find us streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash gGNcast. Uh, we have a YouTube where I'm putting the videos of these up a week after the podcast comes up. Podcast comes out on Thursday. See if I can work it into my new schedule. I should be releasing the old YouTubes as well every other Monday. And the Daikatana episodes actually almost ready to come out. So that'll be coming out um, Monday as well, I think. I don't know if you guys knew this. I was actually a, a limo driver before I became a, became a full-time podcaster. I, I always really? thought I did a good job, but uh, they let me go for always going the extra mile. <laughs> yeah. I'm just worried that without me driving the limos anymore, someone's going to, you know, someone's going to spend all this money on a, on a limousine and then have nothing to show for it. <laughs> You didn't like that one, Frank. You thought I was a bit of a thought I was a bit of a stretch. Oh, oh! I found a horn. Bob says this game could be free and would still cost too much. Stop driving the limo <laughs> after a turn of events. Ooh. nice job, Bob. Nice job. <laughs> All right, and the two main people behind this game are. Dan Teasdale and Panzer, someone who goes by the name Panzer. Teasdale was the designer on Rock Band, Lego Rock Band, Beatles Rock Band, and then the lead designer on Rock Band 3. He also worked on the 2005 Destroy All Humans and then the 2020 reboot of it. Panzer is a game designer artist who does Let's Plays on YouTube, and I was able to piece together from their social media of No Goblin, which is still active, that they do have a new game in development, but no, uh, no details on what it is. Bounce, 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 bounce. You got this, Frank. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Frank's in a little maze of blue tires, which are oh, safe to hit. One of the few safe things one. to hit. Yeah. I did die because of it. It was too safe. I think we've killed enough people now. Blood's on your hand, Giorgio. <laughs> You're going it's to hell, Giorgio. <laughs> God will not forgive your sins, Giorgio. <laughs> Frank's strategy is to like run into obstacles so hard that he goes through them. Driver? <laughs> I don't think this guy's really Swedish. Take me to the Frank has picked up the Swedish tourist. Yeah, good luck with that. That could have one. been me. Another life. <laughs> I could have been a fat Swedish tourist in bad video game. <laughs> Still could be you, Frank. If yeah, you put you're your right. mind to it, time. you're capable of achieving anything. I'm not dead yet, baby. As, as I think you both are getting a little bit more handle of what this game is, because the main gameplay mechanic, let's let's not, it's not, it's it's all about the spinning. It's all about getting used to the, the turning. Your your limo is constantly spinning and trying to figure out how to how to move and work the angles between these obstacles, and you're just gonna spin at the right time, get your timing down. 
It turn, it's kind of an interesting puzzle movement game. It's Frank's in a spot that actually went full top down so you could navigate your way through this puzzle. They say it was greatly inspired by a Game Boy Advance launch title called Kuru Kuru Kurin, which, um, here, I'll put it on stream here. So it was a well-received, pretty well-received game from 2001 where you control a slowly spinning stick that's like a helicopter. It's got a duck in it. You're a duck. Um, and if it helps, like picture a, a, a helicopter with two giant blades that are very slowly spinning. And you have to traverse the puzzle by moving and pivoting around the obstacles at the right time. And you look at this game and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, this is this is what they're going after. But this is a much more simplified version of it. Um, Yo, you know, Beth is leaving me. GBA. Beth is leaving you? Why is Beth leaving you? She's, I'm taking her to the airport. She's like leaving. Oh yeah, she's got to leave town. Yeah, yeah. But she's, she's like, this is our last ride together. Well, she says that if you want to visit her in the city of Roundabout, because you're not actually in Roundabout right now, you can always you can always go to Roundabout and follow her. Um, but it got me thinking about any other games that, like, you know, the movement, the the difficulty of the movement itself is the game. I asked you guys, could you guys think of anything like that that remind you of anything? Well, uh, Gang Beasts, the, well, the original Gang version Beasts? of Gang okay. Beasts, not the they yeah. kind of updated it so it's not as crazy, but as the Jackie, original yeah. release of it was very much a clusterfuck. On, yeah, because on purpose, the, probably not, because they fixed it. But it so. was fun. Yeah, but yeah. Um, also, uh, Qwerty, the typing one. Oh yeah. But I don't know What's if that one counts as much. But Qwerty? I would say so. Qwerty. It, it's, Q -W -E -R -T -Y. Like a, it's like a running simulation where you type oh, Qwerty yeah, on the yeah. keyboard. Yeah, yeah. I think I, f I forgot about that. Quap. Called Quap. I'm you sorry. Are, you Quop. are Quap. <laughs> yeah, you use Q W O P to move your character. Yeah. The, the games that are that are streamed in kind of a competitive fashion are uh, getting over it with so-and-so. I forget the character's oh, yeah. name. Uh, the one where you're a man in a mm -hmm. pot and you have to use the stick oh, to climb the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm uh, a man in a pot. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jump King is one that's sort of superseded that recently. As uh, just your only command is jumping and you bounce off walls at, at an angle. And it's one of the same thing. Like you can miss a jump and then fall down multiple stages or all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> I guess we'll take a take a moment here to kind of just check in. How, how you guys feel about the the controls, the ga main gameplay mechanic, the movement? How does it feel? Bad. So you, you just don't enjoy it? Nope. Don't don't think it's a challenge and don't want to get good at it. Is what you're saying? <sighs> I don't know. I guess I could get good. You know. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I want to get, get good. That's I'm what sure they say about Dark Souls games, right? <laughs> it's a Souls driving game. It feels <laughs> the souls of driving it. It feels smooth, to be honest. Like once you kind of get the hang of it, I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> like I don't enjoy <laughs> playing it's not it. Super buggy. But like it's yeah, it's polished. It feels polished. It feels like it feels reactive. You know, uh, right? When like, I die, because like something you could get good at. Yeah, when I die, it's because I like didn't factor something in, and not just because the game is bad. You know. Yeah, playing this game made me realize that. Like the crazy taxi genre um, doesn't have a lot of similar games. I don't know if, like, did you guys play Crazy Taxi on the Dreamcast? Oh, yeah. Or, like the arcade version of it, yeah. Well, they had the Simpsons yeah. taxi game. That would probably be the closest. What was, oh, yeah. Was, in, was, was there a Simpsons taxi game? Road or Rage. Simpson, Road Rage. Oh, no, actually, there might have been a... Uh... I thought there was one that was, like, specifically taxi-based. Simpsons Road Rage is similar to Sega's 1999 video game crazy taxi and that the main objective is to drive and pick up passengers through destinations oh yeah so that's what i'm forgetting that's what road rage even was it was uh it was chauffeuring people around <laughs> hit and run was yeah. the gta one 
Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I got I got to mix it yeah, up. Yeah, I knew there was two Simpsons driving ones. Yeah, so there, there there aren't really a whole lot that that do the Crazy Taxi style, and I I, I remember playing Crazy Taxi on my my buddy's Dreamcast back in 2000, and just being blown away by like the quality and replayability of this this like fairly simple like arcade game. And um, they made two or three Crazy Taxis after that, that never quite landed right as far as I can remember. But I, I was looking up some some alternatives, and there's not very many. But Snakey Bus is is one that's on Steam. It looks pretty interesting. I'd recommend checking that out. It's about a bus that as you pick up passengers, your bus just gets longer and longer. There's a multiplayer update that they did where they just have like six or seven buses that are hundreds of meters long, flying through the city, avoiding each other. And uh, burnout games, I think all kind of have the similar like casual driving fun feel to it that Crazy Taxi does. And then after that, I think you obviously have to go to Bus Simulator 2012 if you're looking for a, for a chauffeuring experience. Uh, let's talk about the people in this game real fast. Many people in the game also made the game. Probably no giant surprise there, but our lead, Giorgio Manis, for our listeners, is a female. That is Kate Welsh. She has a few credits in games. Uh, what I save here, I saved her Twitter. There's her Twitter bio. She has a few other credits in the game industry, including UX design, but she is actually now at Secret Door, which is under the umbrella of Dreamhaven. And if you aren't familiar with Dreamhaven, a couple of years ago, Mike uh, Morheim, the former CEO of Blizzard founded the company Dreamhaven and has been staffed with a ton of people living, leaving Blizzard. And they have two sub-studios underneath them, one called Moonshot and one called Secret Door. We have no idea what they're making over there. Supposedly an RTS game is on the way. That's kind of the last we've heard, but it's been years and no one knows what they're doing. So um, if they're anything like the current version of Blizzard, uh, maybe they're incapable of actually making anything anymore, but hopefully they didn't bring any of that stagnant culture along with them. They make something interesting, but anyway, Kate Welch, who uh, originally worked at uh, Wizards of the Coast, actually playing D&D on live streams and other press events, and she did some internal work as well, developing things. Um, she did some work on Guild Wars 2 as well. So she is playing our spinning protagonist of Roundabout, our silent hero who contributes a variety of expressions of confusion, eye-rolling, and more to our FMVs other actors of note uh mickey the mechanic is actually is played by eric newstatter who is the former operations manager of xbox live he started with xbox in 2002 and he has the gamer tag of e just the letter e on xbox oh uh, supposedly fancy. he was the first ever gamer tag that they made and in 2015 he became the vp of technology for pokemon so actually the same year that this came out they must have seen him in this and thought yes we were on the fence before. Give me the guy with the grease on his face. <laughs> we need him for Pokemon. The the gentleman who Frank pointed out, large Swedish tourist, he is actually a Canadian tourist later on as well, wearing a Canadian cap and waving a Canadian flag. That is Danny Baranowski, sometimes referred to as Danny B. He's the composer of the music in Crypt of the Necrodancer. And he's oh. actually done the music for Binding of Isaac and Super Meat Boys and others. So yeah, he's a pretty well-known video game uh, composer. Um, and there he is. Why are they the doing Canadian this game? <laughs> I, the feeling that I get from this game and the developers and like the whole men of game development thing that they did was the people who comprise this company just know a lot of people and they just get together and hang out and play test games and make their own games. Yeah, Frank's discovered with the jumping mechanic, you can avoid a lot of things, but also you, you do it too much. Yeah, it becomes a crutch. And you don't remember how to rotate anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's really going after these collectibles. I'm all about collecting, all right? Frank says he hates the game, but he's going to keep playing and trying to collect everything after. Hate the game, but I love sick jumps. Here's another game with too much UI. Just following the mini-map instead of exploring on your own, you know? 
It's Red this Dead all over again. could have been great if it would have let you, uh, <laughs> game could have been great if it would have let you explore the open world on your own. Pick up Nay Cooper. Oh, here's the communist, do you? Gotta get to City Hall. It's a matter of life and death. Go. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna kill people. They're gonna die. She's got a bandolier of bullets across her chest. That's what it's called, oh, right? Yeah. And uh, she's yeah. got a bomb of some unknown or or a box of some unknown origin. She's got to take to City Hall. I'm sure it's fine. Another horn. Your mission is to escape the scene of the crime. No, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I like, I like how we came here for more money and now we're committing acts of terrorism. Well, all she said was impeach the mayor and hands off our art. We did good today. We did a real good thing. <laughs> we did a good thing today. Remember that. Remember <laughs> Just no matter what, remember, it was a good thing that we did. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> Everyone is an awful actor. Uh, there, there's no escaping that. Well, like, these are like, professionals, right? Like... They've... The development is professional. The acting is, uh, they're not professional actors, no. You sure? I am, I'm 100% sure of this. He has a lot of art credits and uh, story credits in games, not acting credits. He actually worked on 2003's Enter the Matrix and Elder Scrolls Morrowind. He did creature art on it. So, Ooh. yeah, the guy who did creature art for Morrowind is uh, not maybe the most reliable actor if you're looking for some quality nah, definitely not. acting. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mr. Mayor, thank you for your discretion. <laughs> Construction fatalities matter. Just <laughs> <laughs> reading so cue cards. <laughs> I love it. Oh, there's cars dropping from the sky yeah, as he's trying say, to beat Ronaldo. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got the cash stack though, right, Frank? How about that cash, baby? Because I'm using it to invest in properties, okay? Because I'm a landlord. That's right. I'm scum of the earth, baby. <laughs> You're going to be a real estate mogul after this revolving chauffeur business yeah. ends. Got to diversify your portfolio. Okay, fences, yes. Using other people's hard-earned no. labor. <laughs> oh, we got it all. We got unions. We got communism. We got yeah, I mean, this game really does the have rich. it all. <laughs> Eat the rich, be the rich. Beaten by the rich. Yeah, this. If, that, fucking, if that's your thing. If that's your thing. If that, yeah, consensually, consensually eaten by the rich. Consensually eaten by the rich. <laughs> the narrator was telling you that uh, pedestrian laws in roundabout are lax, but destroying someone's car is tantamount to treason. Yeah, I can't believe I decided to do this podcast about a game that is essentially like getting over it, watching people learn the controls for that. <laughs> getting over it in cars. Did the movie Driver come out at this point? <laughs> you think this movie was inspired by Driver? Or this or game driver was inspired by Driver? Inspired by, I don't know. You know? <laughs> or the other way around. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What was Ryan Gosling? Would he play this game? I'm going to get through the rest of the story here so that you guys don't have to play it. Thank God. Thank make sure you. that you guys get closure on this game. You are confronted by Ronaldo to be the best revolving chauffeur in the world. He beats you the first time, which you guys both experienced. And you have to up your skills with the help of Mickey. You, you get some candy dots that are, of course, psychedelic. You hallucinate and meet Jeffrey the Skeleton. Hopped up on candy dots, you challenge Ronaldo to a race, and you run him off the road, killing him. <laughs> Giorgio retreats to the mountains in shame because, as we already learned, destroying someone else's car is akin to treason in the town of Roundabout. You are running low on candy dots, and now you have a beard because you're living in seclusion. But you talk to Jeffrey the Skeleton and realize that you have to win back Elizabeth's heart. Meanwhile, there's a task force dedicated to hunting you down called uh, 
Georgop. Uh, after getting clues from every single one of the characters, again, that you have to, you know, give rides to and chauffeur somewhere, uh, you find Elizabeth. She convinces you to go straight, literally, driving the car without spinning, and you have to do it for about a block, and it's... It's weird. <laughs> Beth realizes that she shouldn't convince you to be someone you're not. And you drive off into the sunset together in a level that is very much like uh, um, the classic Penn and Teller video game Desert Bus. If you guys have ever seen that, it's just where you're driving down a nearly endless desert road. Yeah, I thought that'd be an episode one day, but I guess not. It, it might someday <laughs> um, where your car is slowly drifting to the left and you've always got to correct it. So, yeah, they do a level with that while you're talking to beth while the credits roll so that is the end of the game i do want to make sure that frank gets as much enjoyment out of this game as possible frank if you could as soon as you're done and when you blow up the next time jump back to the main menu and go to the extras hunter you can check this out too it's just something that i think frank will enjoy more because i know Do you get to frank. be a dinosaur we're gonna take a look no at our extras here mode? so they they have some great extras here. Uh, no violence mode means that you're not smearing red paint all over the road while you're driving. They have a big head mode, which is great. Happy pedestrians is fun because um, they're like really happy to see you and stuff. Uh, sudden death limo, it blows up immediately. And what I wanted to point you towards, Frank, was round a butt mode. Um, you're going to hear it, it happen as soon as you turn on round a butt mode. Nice. Yeah, it is doing some very loud flatulence noises. <laughs> um, so there it is. Oh, is there big head mode? That's nice. They do really have big heads. Mm-hmm. There it is. So I'm going to turn that volume back down so I can finish my notes. There is a deluxe version of this game. It comes with Giorgio Cam, a mod that allows you to experience roundabout from a first-person perspective. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds truly awful. And they do say they are not responsible for any nausea induced. I, I'm very curious to see what it looks like. Actually, I'll pull it up on. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is that is what you would think. It is. That seems impossible to drive. Yeah. Oh my god! That's not that's not going to add a whole lot of gameplay to uh, to your game. No. <laughs> I guess I guess for the completionist, there's any speedrunners out there, they may they may give it a shot. But good grief! Your timing would have to be perfect. The deluxe version also comes with 87 an 87 page uh, FMV screenplay. So like you know them planning out their FMVs, I guess, and a couple early build demos, unreleased trailers, and soundtrack. And from some of the reviews, people do say that the early builds are like a lot of fun and they add more replayability to this game. So, I mean, that's your that's your thing. Um, there is another game called Roundabout 3 out. Uh, no relation, by the way. That is a rhythm visual game that looks pretty neat, though. But this this Roundabout is by No Goblin, if you're looking to find this. Yeah, we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. So from the original pitch, learning about the world's first uh, revolving limousine driver to, to discover her rise to fame, as it were. That, that was the original pitch to what they produced. What, what did you guys think? Did, did they make the game they promised, Frank? I, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> what, what didn't you enjoy? What was the worst part of this uh, game? The revolving part. The revolve. Okay, the main part was yeah, the, the worst the big, part. The, mo the part that makes it this game, mm -hmm. yeah. The pitch of the game is what yeah. made it bad. Okay. Yeah, I think so. If I were to tally everything up, that's what I would say. Hunter? Yeah, I mean... Did they, did they, they deliver? They delivered. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure it out. It's like, it's endearing in a way, but also yeah. I can't stand it. So <laughs> okay, I don't. Let me ask this: Do the, do the FM, do the tone of the FMVs? I mean, it's pretty obvious they they're they're not trying for this to be 
a serious thing. Yeah. You know, they're they're making an absurd thing. But does that work for you guys? I think it helps. Okay. In a way, I think it you know it lends it lends itself to that whole kind of idea that they're just like yeah this is literally just us messing around it kind of has like a untitled goose game or or a goat simulator sure. type feel where you're just like okay yeah, yeah. was there a reason maybe not is it mm-hmm. still like kind of fun for a little bit <laughs> maybe yeah frank since since you're you're piling on tell me something you like about this game uh, i like the fart mode <laughs> You're still doing the fart mode. I haven't turned your volume back on. Yeah, it is. Don't worry. There's still farts. I I feel like they held back. Like they could have gone further. Yeah, with it. like if if you were if you really were just like you know what we're making this silly game. Like clearly they had a concept and they were just like filling in the blanks after that. Like oh we need like some kind of a story or something. So you know we'll yeah. we'll have these FMVs or whatever. But like you know they dress up. They kind of have a couple words that they say. But really, like, I feel like you could have done a lot more with them. Yeah, there's no big swings in there, right? Yeah. And, like, maybe it could have been... I mean, I'll come out and say, like, the the level of absurdity that they're doing, like, the kind of, like, obvious, intentional kind of cringiness, it's it's fine with me. It works. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not but it's not great, like you said, either. No, but... And, and I wonder, like, maybe if they did do that, then, like, maybe it would be swinging too much and it would, you know, not work. Maybe it would be cringy again and I wouldn't appreciate it. I don't know. But it's hard, it's hard to gauge, you know? But, um, I mean, I, I, like, like you said, you use the word endearing and I think that's right. Like after a while of seeing all these characters, I got used to it and I just thought, yeah, this is silly. Oh, we're picking up Beth again. Huh? I wonder what we're going to do now. You run into the, um, woman who's willing to kill people to save the endangered birds. Like, and it's just <laughs> this little world that they've created. That's like, it's endearing, but yeah, it doesn't take any big swings. Oh, you found the guy with the pills. Oh yeah, I did. It honestly, like the game itself, again, feels very polished and and full i guess if that makes sense like you know it's doesn't feel like a shell of a game like they were just whatever like it feels yeah, like they didn't they, half-ass the development yeah, of it yeah but you know the fmv is just so weird. <laughs> overall as a concept yeah. uh, like I don't, I don't know if you need to oh actually you're about to discover uh, another main character in the game as soon as you get to that point and uh take your pills oh oh is this the they're like the little dots on paper that you'd peel off and you'd always get the paper with them. So you take the pills and you start hallucinating Jeffrey the skeleton. My gameplay was about an hour and a half total. And um, yeah, you can expect uh, about that much gameplay out of the game. And then you can go back and you know do all the collectibles if you're really enjoying yourself. Oh, Frank's doing the island hopping. I found this part very tedious. I saw, I did see some people mention like a three hour play time. Um, I don't know, maybe they just need to get good, you know? So whoever has the highest score, have it printed out. I've been printing things, you guys. Is it a little revolving oh, wait, a new limo? mission. It's a new FMV. So uh, whoever can get the world record, not the world record, our friend record, uh, the prize this evening, if you can see it on stream here, is a beautiful little head the skull representing our, our good friend Jeffrey. Mm. And uh, hold on, I Jeffy. can show you. Here you go. Here's a low poly skull here. Nice little trinket that you can have around your own Ooh. house. Avoid I don't know what we're doing. Cars. Avoid falling cars. Uh. Okay. Oh, oh. Someone, the world record is an hour. Oh, God. I made it. You just five have to keep moving. And a half seconds. I made it 9.5 seconds. <laughs> I just keep dying. Like, I just, I just can't not explode. 
You made it 12 seconds. You have the record so far. Yeah. Ah, damn it. I'm gonna beat that record. 30 seconds. 32 seconds. Holy <laughs> shit. I got to the end of the bridge and there was nowhere to go. I'm doing the uh, desert bus right now, by the way. You can see that it automatically just drifts a little bit to the side and you've got to correct it and you've got a timer on top to see how long you would do it. Oh, there's a, I see Lokthar, who is the world record holder, did it for 20 hours. 20 hours of correcting the driving. GGN cast could be there. You should do a, find us a 20 hour stream. Let's talk the Metacritic score for this game, which is an aggregate of critic reviews scoring from 0 to 100. Any guesses on where this landed for the Metacritic score? I'm going to say 75. 75 from Frank and Hunter. I'll go 80. 80. Um, I'm I'm going to stop asking Frank because I'm just so convinced that he's a filthy, filthy no cheater way. who looks it up on Metacritic whenever we start playing. I think so. It was $75 or 75 on the nose. <laughs> and here are some reviews. Got okay, Frank. this is from uh, GameSpot and they say, but even without the incentives to keep playing after the credits roll, Roundabout works well as a short chunk of odd beat humor in arcade-like gameplay. It's unapologetic in its goofiness, and it tells a fun story on top of its relatively unique gameplay. Sure, you can draw comparisons to games that inspired it, but when was the last time you played an absurdist 1970s limousine game that was so much fun? 80. I'm driving right now. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, Eurogamer.net says, It's crazy how much effort has gone into the foundations of this tiny piece of technicolor idiocy. It's also kind of noble, really. On Twitter recently, I watched a Vine that a game designer had made capturing the way your limo's tire tracks change from black to red for a few sweet seconds as they race over a puddle of pedestrian blood. As with the flattened Hari Krishnas of the first GTA, there's no real horror to this, but rather a sweet paint-boxy thrill at the simple visual pleasures of it all. Roundabouts put a lot of effort into looking mindless, in other words. Those FMV cutscenes may suggest a lark or or a caper, but someone somewhere was really battling for this one. 80 out of 100. Yeah, and that's like what you were saying. Like It is, it feels like a polished game underneath the, it's, the wackiness of yeah, it all. <laughs> it's, it's something. It's something. All right, one more here from Polygon. They say, Roundabout's central premise is odd and amusing on its own, but the developers at No Goblin were smart to create something that requires genuine skill on top of the goofiness. By surrounding a game that punishes sloppiness with a delightful sloppy narrative, they transformed a curiosity into something memorable. 75 out of 100. Oh, and there was one more review here by Digital Spy that says, Roundabout is simply overflowing with personality, offering the best bad acting around, and clever missions that make, make the aggravating city exploration worth plotting through. So they really enjoyed the charming nature of it all. So we heard from some of the critics who gave it a 75 overall, which isn't exactly trash, but uh, now we move into the section. Is this someone else's treasure? So uh, yeah, we'll hear from some of the users. I think these all come from Steam. Uh, Hunter, this first one for you. Popoy says, I don't think I've played a game that was as instantly charming as Roundabout since Katamari Damasai. The core mechanic is fun and satisfying to master, and the FMV cutscenes are downright delightful. Recommended. And Frank, what you got there? Kate Welch says, this game is great <laughs> because I'm in it, but also because of all the gameplay and other stuff. Recommended. You know what? That's funny. All right, good yeah. on Kate Welch. 
All right. I, I was just browsing the reviews and I saw that review. I'm like, wait, that's it. Yeah, it's actually your username. And yeah, <laughs> it's her Steam account. So that's fun. And uh, from the curator section, I saw a Total Biscuit and did leave a review that this is a game where you drive around a revolving limo and enjoy questionable cutscenes. It's a driving puzzle game and a B movie, a unique combination. RIP. Sure enough. Oh, RIP Total Biscuit. And um, also from uh, in, in their highlighted reviews, also from Game Informer, they said there's a surprising amount of skeletons, which is which is true. <laughs> oh, and actually I have a I have a negative review here as well. This one's all right, Frank, and here's a contrarian review for you here. This is from Fried Console. The developers of Roundabout had a great basic gameplay mechanic of having a continuously rotating object navigating around obstacles. Uh, this was the developer's only good idea. Uh, the <laughs> other idea, like live-action cutscenes, no challenge or incentive to do well, terrible minigames, cheat settings that make things uh, more unfun, or collecting money for useless limo hats were terrible ideas. Uh, I normally don't think story and cutscenes are that important, but cutscenes surpassing cringe and going to... Uh, Repulsive territory. Uh, what is needed is something where you have to achieve a certain rating and collect stars to progress. Uh, you think I might be hyperbolic, but I truly believe this might be uh, the worst game on PlayStation 4. Please do not buy unless you really have terrible taste in video games. Wow. Yeah, very, very <clears throat> serious good gamer there who did not enjoy this game <clears throat> at all, but that's all right. What about our scores? It's time we gave this game a score it deserves using our Garbage Valley score system. So our system's a little unique. We score things from negative 10 to positive 10. Zero, it's, a, it's in the Garbage Valley. You don't want to be there. There's no enjoyment to be had at all. As you go up towards, you know, 10, that's, that's a normal game. It's getting good. But you can go negative 2, and the closer you get to negative 10, the closer you're getting to be a game that's so bad, it's good. So what do you guys think we should rate it? T tell me about this game. Where, where do you put it on a scale? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I give it. It does what it's saying it does, you know. Yeah. Now, and I will put a caveat on this one because we've done a few that are like these are games that are like intentionally doing something absurd and and bad. Like they're playing off being bad, you know. Um, yeah. I think Marlo Briggs did some of that to a point. They were trying to be cheesy, so. I, th I think that with our scale in mind, that the the developers would be happy to get something in the negatives as well. Yeah, but it's, I'm not so. giving them a negative. It's just, it's just, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to give them a two. Giving them a it, two. Wow, a two. Wow, a low giving two. Giving them a two. All right. Hunter, what do you think? Man, this one's a hard one. I don't know. The game, the game itself, like I said, is well made. It's polished. Uh, yeah. The mechanics are there. I almost wholly disagree with everything that that serious reviewer that we read was about like oh it needs achievements and it needs this i think that goes the same way as that uh ubisoft elden ring joke like this game <laughs> has everything that it needs it's yeah. super simple you know it has fun little back and forth it it almost feels like a, a well-polished mobile game you know like one of your uh uh sure. what was it subway surfer I think sure, was like yeah. a really popular one that had enough upgrades and enough fun little customizing things. Or what was the other one? Rocket. I used to play one like Jetpack. Jetpack guy. Jetpack. The, the run games too. Yeah, yeah, just like different stuff like yeah. that. And this one, it like it was fifteen dollars when it came out. Fifteen dollars, and you should find it on sale for as low as like three dollars. Yeah. I think you can upgrade. I I enjoy that you can buy horns and customize your car. Uh, I think it's cool that you can also buy like different 
places on the map and i think everything yeah. works really well i was i was very thrown off by the idea at the beginning but as i played it i frankly i i really started enjoying it and, and i think the really like dry and terrible acting in the fmv cutscenes goes well with yeah. the style of the game i all the 70s stuff i think kind of gets lost because nothing about this game feels very 70s like the city doesn't yeah it's just look. the music yeah yeah i don't want to give it a negative score because i think it's an all-around like good game i don't think it's so bad it's good i think it's exactly what it wants to be i think i could comfortably give it a five all right um bob says jetpack joyride thank you yes jetpack i put yeah. i put a lot of time in the jetpack joyride yeah so i i found roundabout really charming actually i i was drawn in by the trailers that promised a lot of cheesy looking fmv and i didn't know whether they were going to land or not but in the end i think it worked for me they like they know they're bad it's all supposed to be absurd and what kind of surprised me the most after you know you see the trailers of this game of which obviously they lead with the fmvs and you see just a glimpse of what the gameplay is i didn't expect the gameplay to be like like you were saying hunter like solid that's not everyone's cup of tea to to like but it's well done like yeah to like the the challenge of navigating this slowly spinning limousine through the world it's it's one of those in-game mechanics that you get the hang of after a while and then like once it clicks like it feels good once you're doing good at it like you're navigating through like a parking garage and you're pivoting just right right now i'm I'm spin jumping from building top to building top (laughs) right so like the verticality in this game (laughs) it's like rocket league Uh yeah I thought the gameplay was a pretty fun mechanic once you're like whipping the limousine around these mazes and like you hit the reverse spinner and you're spinning the other way and you're avoiding the cars and the walls. I, th- I found that to be pretty fun. But I put it at a seven. I really enjoyed my time playing this. I mean, it's a $15 game. And uh, all right, guys, any anything to recycle here from this game? Would you like to see them move forward with a roundabout two or you want to see more games with these kinds of mechanics? It sounds like, Frank, you don't really enjoy learning these kinds of games. That, I mean, you know what? If someone likes it, God bless them. They can do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> stopping anybody. I but that, will, will I be excited to be picking it up? I don't think so. So yeah. here's a here's a point to be made about that. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of um, reviewers that I watch are making these points about games is that they're just kind of they continuously add things. I think the yeah. reason this game works is Live because service. it's literally just a spinning car like you get a couple (laughs) bonuses but like if you did a sequel and you have to add something else and then another sequel and you have to keep adding stuff can't improve upon perfection yeah you know they 10 out of 10 (laughs) well they have they have this one mechanic and they're they're doing this one mechanic yeah Yeah, what else are you gonna do and they they have enough content in there right like the 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 different speed runs of different things so if this game were ever to catch on for like a streaming community kind of thing there's a thing to run then uh then it would and then they've given the people what they need (laughs) i I haven't been great about putting scores down recently because i haven't been doing trivia so much recently but frank you got the highest score in our challenge as well as cheating at metacritic so congratulations frank you are he deserves it of a of a tiny uh, low poly skull unless oh I was going to say unless you're asleep Frank in which case I won't give it to no, you but you I'm went loose unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately alright well I hope that I haven't created another addiction for you like we did with No Man's Sky yeah, and you're trying uh, to beat all, the, all the high scores with roundabout so I hope that doesn't happen here 
But um, all right, guys. Yeah, that's our review of Roundabout. A, a little more enjoyable one, hopefully, than we've done more recently. I think a slightly better tutorial area, like the first zone, kind of more emphasizing going in and out of stuff. They just kind of like put you out there. Yeah. Yeah, you just just like Dark Souls, man, yeah. or just like Elden Ring. Well, about, Elden Ring uh, actually does have a tutorial area, which people I avoided. didn't know <laughs> until the third yeah, time I, keep reading I articles started about the game. People avoiding it. <laughs> yeah, apparently like, it looks like a dark pit, and people are like, well, I'm going to avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone but skips what's funny is if you talk to the guy that's sitting right next to it, he tells you that you should go down there. And that's the thing. People thought it was a trap, so they avoided it. <laughs> The dark I mean, souls it, of driving. You can't games. listen to a guy who's sitting next to a, a big hole. And he's like, "Hey, you should go in there." Go, okay, bud. Try finger yeah, right, hole. Dude. And then, and then, call, you know, you'll give me a back. Uh, Maidenless. All clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line. 